Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. In the studio with me is Peyton Haverman and a computer. Um, today is Friday, September 2nd, and the Missouri Tigers are a member of your college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now. As of right now. Also in like four years. Uh, yeah. Yep. Missouri got the win over Louisiana Tech uh, yesterday evening. Um, you know, 50, yeah, what, you 52 know, to 24? It was 52 24. Knowlton, I'm very happy um, that we're meeting under these circumstances because. During the first quarter, let me tell you what, <laughs> I was cooking up some some talking points. We were, was not, I was I even thought like um, if we had lost that game, I would have during our whole cool entrance thing where we have the welcome to Casey use the unwritten rule. Here's your host. I would have been screaming, cut the music, cut the music, <laughs> and I would have just gone into my shouting rant right away. But we're not there yet. Yeah, I it, could actually hear Peyton screaming from the press box. I could hear him yelling at Coach Drinkwitz, yelling at the players, mm-hmm. yelling at the Mizzou Tigers. And he was very loud for those that weren't at the game. I was uh, bullying Peyton at this game. He was. That's, you what, know. that's what I spent my time doing. Yeah. Ken, oh, we didn't clarify. We, Kenny's in Houston. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny's not here. Kenny's on a computer. Yeah. I Kenny, haven't slept yet today. Dude, get Kenny's, some Kenny, sleep. You, this oh, is yeah. insanity. Yeah, so Kenny's Kenny's uh, uh, schedule in the last like. 48 hours. 40, yeah, like 24 to 48 hours has been writing about Mizzou football, not sleeping, and then going to the airport and flying to Texas for a little I'll be while. honest, that game feels like two days ago to me. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I feel like I've been away for three days straight. Yeah. Kenny, yeah. you gotta sleep. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so Kenny, uh, Kenny's away, but the Missouri Tigers got the win in their first game of the season over Louisiana Tech. Um... Brady Cook started. Luther Burden scored two touchdowns uh, as well. Looked pre- looked very good in this game, I thought. Um, Kenny, I guess, I mean, like, I'll get your take first because you were there. You were um, in the press box kind of observing everything from a, a bird's eye view and not spending your time at the game pushing Peyton uh, in the back to make him angry. What were your thoughts on, on Mizzou's performance? Were you impressed by the win? Uh, and what, I guess, surprised you, too? Um, I don't think the the start really surprised me at all. I think you know going down three zero after the first quarter isn't you know isn't a big big surprise for a team that doesn't have a lot of film behind them. Matthew Downing starting his second career game ever, but the way they knocked him out of the game, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but Matthew Downing didn't play the second half of the third quarter nor the yeah. fourth quarter. I would just uh, three, assumed he got benched, right? Yeah, he got he got benched. Three picks in the first half. There you go. Um, you know, Sonny Cumbie's offense also wasn't really an air raid. Uh, to start, really not airing out the ball. Uh, a couple, you know, holes in the defense. We saw like two big touchdown plays, one for Matthew Downing, one for the backup, Louisiana Tech. But Louisiana Tech didn't have any depth. And I think they contained, contained Smoke Harris really well. They let him uh, return that one punt for like 40 plus yards. But other than that, the guy who was kind of feared on this offense really uh, wasn't that explosive. Yeah, I mean, the defense, that was. Um the one thing that I think there was not one point really where I was really upset with what was happening. I for, mean, for probably the first time ever for yeah, Peyton. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was very, very pleased with this defense uh, other than Jelani Williams, but I'll get to him later. Um, uh, the defensive start we had last year with the, just getting run over was absolutely atrocious, but I mean, credit to Drinkwitz. He went out, he hit the portal hard. He got, Real transfers from Power 5 schools. Joseph Charlton, I thought, looks pretty good out there. Jaden Jernigan, the transfer from Oklahoma State, uh, was just pushing dudes around on that Louisiana Tech O-line. Um, and Tyron Hopper, my goodness. He was probably the best player on the field last night, the Florida linebacker transfer, flying absolutely everywhere. He had a pick. He was just a monster out there. Every play, it felt like he had an impact. Uh, I think he had a sack or two. It could have been Tyrone Hopper, but um, yeah, overall, the defense I thought was good. Ennis Rakestraw uh, made his return. I thought he looked good until he rolled his ankle. 
Um, that was actually kind of a funny uh, question. Uh, Gabe DeArmond asked him about it post game, and because we we saw him, you know, he wasn't playing in the second half a lot. He was kind of limping on the sideline, and they said the defense. I think Blake Baker sent him out on the field for one play, not realizing that he rolled his ankle. Drinkwood's kind of like blew up, and he was like, "No, don't put it back out there." You know, he's done for the game. So, but he'll be fine. They have ten days until Kansas State, and he said it'll, it'll be fine for the next game. Yeah, but why? Yeah, I did notice. I think uh, it was Justin that pointed out, uh, our friend of the show, Justin Bear. Friend of the show. Pointed out that uh, he was limping, which scared me a little because he played very well in that first half, I thought. Dre Norwood made some plays. He wasn't dominant, but I thought a few of his plays were good. Overall, just I was really happy with the defense. Um, Jelani Williams, boy, oh, boy, was he not impressive. Uh, two of those deep touchdowns were absolutely his fault. Uh, but I mean, it's really not a big deal. Mizzou went, uh, I, I did not think there was a chance they were going to cover. They went and absolutely left without a shadow of a doubt that they were going to cover. Yeah. The defense was awesome. I mean, I don't think it was a hot, a hot take by any means to be like I said, I had said before. And just cause that was what I had heard from the, the Mizzou camp was like everybody that was talking about Tyron Hopper was just mm-hmm. like, this guy is legit. Uh, I think. I, I listened to an interview this morning on another KCOU show where I guess Drinkwitz told the play-by-play broadcaster of last night's game that uh, Tyron Hopper is the best player on the roster. So, mm-hmm. and he showed it. I mean, Peyton, like you said, he had six he had six tackles, a sack, and an interception. Um, so he was he was unreal in this game, and he, he's just like he's just a dog, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. He's, got that, he's got that dog absolute in him. dog mentality. Flies around the field. Um, that was fun. I, I like Luther Burden. While he didn't do anything like super wow numbers wise, mm-hmm. the plays that he made, the direct snap to Luther Burden, that plays are. There's. I have a lot of thoughts on the offense. Like probably enough to talk about it's, on the show for an hour. Yeah. But the one thing you can come away from yesterday about the offense and be absolutely certain of is that Luther Burden is going to be a star. I mean, my gosh, when this guy got the ball in his hands. He was making people miss. He was fighting for extra yards. He didn't. I would have really liked to have seen him uh, be able to catch more, catch a pass more downfield. Uh, Brady Cook had him uh, for a touchdown on one, but he underthrew him. Yeah. Uh, it's just something on week one you don't have to worry about too much. And I do think Drink held back a little bit with uh, Burden because, you know, it is Louisiana Tech. They're not pushovers in terms of cupcakes. But that's not a team you really open up the playbook against, I don't think. Mm. It's also uh, his first. I mean, it's his first yeah, college so game. You're tr- yeah, you're really trying to just feel it out, see what you can do with him. Uh, and I think we can come away with Luther Burden, get the ball in his hand. <laughs> He's going to do special things with it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I, I think it kind of caught me as a surprise, though, to see some wildcat formations from Drinkwitz. Um, but I, it was it was interesting that he did pull out the du- the double pass, uh, getting Dominic Lovett to c- to look to air it out. But you know they lost two yards on the play. But I know in in the last two seasons he's tried that double pass before. It's worked in their favor sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. But um, I think the one thing that looked great about uh, the Mizzou Tigers was the depth in the receiving room and especially mm-hmm. in the running back room. I think there were four guys who scored a touchdown in the backfield. You know, B.J. Harris scored one um, in garbage time, but there was four guys who pounded one in. And when you have a running back room with kind of some unknowns, you know, Cody Schrader coming from Division Two, Nathaniel Pete transferred from Stanford. There isn't a, you know, a set starter, but, you know, the ball was distributed well, and Nathaniel Pete really showed off in the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he, had, he had the longer run for a, for a touchdown, touchdown yeah, right? Yeah, it was him. Um, yeah, it Nathaniel, was. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah the, I don't know if these stats are right, but. The stats that they gave us after the game says Nathaniel Pete's long is seven, which is incorrect. That is I don't know not why it says correct. No, that's not right. I, I, they sent an updated one this morning. I'll check it. ESPN has but, 34 was his longest Yeah, run. and that was the touchdown run. Um, we're not, I will we're say, not supposed to use ESPN. Oh. Well, ESPN is correct in that <laughs> instance. Sorry. Um, I will say this um, for just the rest of the offense um, around Burden. I really liked how they used Lovett. Lovett's also very talented. There's like six wide receivers that are legitimately very talented players. Um, 
But man, the running game. There were I mean, that had to be your biggest question for the offense outside of maybe Brady Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, was how are you gonna replace Tyler Beatty, who quite literally had the best rushing season in Mizzou history? And there was no issue yesterday. They were running at will. The play the run blocking looked very good. The play designs I thought were pretty creative for the run game. Um, the problem is they were using the wrong running back the most. I know Nate Pete was apparently banged up. He looked perfectly healthy to me. Yeah. Boy, he was making plays. Um, but yeah, I think just the main thing I want to, I like, I would hope for improvement on on that offense is one, Drinkwitz just has to kind of stop outcuting himself. <laughs> like, you don't need to call a double pass when you're trying to get points at the end of the half. That's ridiculous. I think I would like to see them air it out just a little more. They did that in their real last drive at the end of the half, and it worked great. Um, and just the first three plays of the game, in gen- I mean, screen passes and little quick outs and none of them to Luther Burden. Drinkwitz, we know you have a creative offense. You really, really don't need to force Cody Schrader and these quick outs down our throat. Just be creative, all right? You don't need to – we will believe you on your play designs. You don't need to make Cody Schrader work for us to believe in you, all right? It's really – that was just my main thing. He got better as the game went along. Yeah, I I want to see more from Brady Cook. Uh, I would like I, to see him air it out I, more. I, like, Brady Cook played fine. I, he had the one good play where he, like, spun out of a sack and then threw it down. Mm-hmm. I forget That was, was his too. best play of the day. That was yeah. to love it. That was, that was nice. Um, but, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to see him throw. Like, I just wanted to just – Chuck some. I feel like he didn't do that that much. Until the second half, yeah. yeah. There were definitely, like, some worries, I think, from, like, Jack Sobel's perspective of, you know, can he air the ball out? You know, we watched him in the spring game. There wasn't that consistency. There really isn't a deep ball guy. Um, you know, Tyler Macon can, you know, air it out a little bit, but there isn't, you know, the same consistency for many of those guys looking downfield. Uh, the one play that I would throw out there that was one of Brady Cook's was the 20-yard rushing touchdown. That was, that good. was nice. Broke out of the play and, ran to the you know, line and went untouched into the end zone. Um, you know, Drinkwitz's uh, offense asks for two first downs from the quarterback running each game, and I think Brady Cook did that more yeah, that's, uh, on Thursday. That's the one thing that I definitely, like, that's a substantial upgrade that I think Drink really likes and uses effectively is that now he has mobility mm-hmm. from his quarterback, which he didn't have with Basilak, and that definitely made a few drives longer than they would have been yeah um i i agree i and we'll just have to see more so with that with that said you know what what do we think of kansas state then next week on the road based on this performance you've got you're going from one of the worst running back rooms in fbs to probably the best running back in the country Mm -hmm. uh defensive wise but you saw a really good game from those guys last night it's just a whole new level of competition can can Mizzou get it done? This would be a big win on the road in Manhattan if they can. Um, I certainly feel better about it now than I did 24 hours ago. I'm still hard-pressed to really believe that Mizzou can go in there in on the road to Manhattan against a pretty good K-State team and beat them. Um, it's like Kenny said, I'm not sure Brady Cook has the arm to really truly completely open up a playbook. Um, but I think he does have the arm to, you know, run a real passing game, not just a bunch of quick reads and everything. Um, so I hope Drink opens the offense a little more. It, the biggest thing is going to be containing Deuce Vaughn. Uh, the running the running backs were for LaTeX were absolutely bottled up last night. Tyron Hopper was everywhere, um, and he's going to need to be on his A game for that. I still don't think Mizzou goes into Manhattan and wins. But I think they can be pretty competitive. If Missouri's going to go 500 or above 500 this season, this is the game that gets them above it. Um, I think if they lose this game, it's a good chance that their best record they come out with is six and six. I know that we've talked about six and six, seven and five, back and forth this season. But if they want to set a tone, in, you know, in a pretty stacked SEC East this year, they they need to win the non-con game against a pretty respectable Power Five or uh, respectable Big Twelve program. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a. They need to come out and make a statement early. I think like, it's gonna it's gonna be an even bigger, like you can't you can't get complacent with this defense. I don't think you have to go out and say, all right, 
you know, you did it against a team you need to do it against, and you looked impressive for the most part. But now, like, this is the levels you need to reach if you want to have, like Kenny said, even a 500 season. This is a game that this defense, I think, needs to win. Um, you know, I, I think I feel like we'll see more from Drinkwitz uh, in terms of like what kind of playbook and what stuff he does. I agree with um, that. So, you know, then it'll be like, can Luther Burden maybe, you know, be unleashed even even more than we already saw? Yeah, <laughs> let him throw. Yeah, let Luther Burden let Luther cook. Mm-hmm. Let Luther cook. Um, other other final other final takes on this game. Otherwise, we'll. We'll touch on on the other big news in the the wide world of college football. Yeah, I mean, just I was impressed that I I was not expecting Mizzou to pull out a performance they did last night. It did make me feel a little better um, about the, how this team could be this year. Uh, K State's going to be a pretty telling game for this season, I think. Um, my last thought is yeah, it was a question for you guys. Um, Jack Abraham took the final two drives for Mizzou. Uh, when you look at quarterback room you know Sam Horn's the future but do you think how soon do you think Tyler Macon is transferring um (laughs) I like I saw Jack Abraham come in I was like that's really lame he looked Um, good he looked great yeah but like what's the point uh and I think that's very telling of where Tyler Macon is at yeah Uh, I would be surprised if Tyler Macon was still around next year I think he's gone there's just no way he ever gets playing time are you asking like when he enters the portal, Kenny? Is like yes. I'll say like week eight. Mine was week five if he doesn't play. I was then. gonna say week six if he doesn't get in before then. If he doesn't get in the Abilene Christian game when Mizzou's up like thirty, then he's gone. Yeah. Over under is set at seven and a half. That's set. I'll at, take the uh, over because I'll what, take what week betting, eight. What betting uh, association set that over under? Uh, the KTOU Sportsbook. Okay. Oh, Kenny Van Doren the, in Now you're talking. That's a, that's an idea. Yeah. Um, my final thought is football is back. Oh, football absolutely. wasn't back until Mizzou was back. Now football is back. Um, and I mentioned to open the show that Missouri are now in the uh, college football playoff. And I say that because, and there was a graphic tweeted related to this. On Reddit um, CFB. Yes, by Reddit CFB, who put Mizzou in as an at-large bid to the college football playoff. But Jack. There are there are only four teams. How can they get in? There aren't four teams anymore. At least starting in 2026. This was just broken like what an hour 30 ago. Thirty minutes. Or um, or yeah, so. thirty minutes an hour ago. Uh, the college football playoff is expanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, they the um, what ten FBS commissioners or whatever the college football playoff board of managers is what it's called has approved a 12 team playoff by a unanimous vote. Um, and yeah, I think the vote is the vote like. The vote is private, but it was unanimous, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, thoughts? I, I haven't even formed um, like a super concrete opinion on this yet. It just felt so inevitable. Yeah. Um, it really did. Uh, I I do think I do think twelve is a little much. I would have gone to eight max personally because I just don't think it makes too much sense to go to more than that. There because there's just never that many competitive teams um, for the national title. I will say. In 2026, it feels like almost a little incompatible with the shifting landscape, though, because there, this is going. the The proposed thing is six uh, conference title, the six top conference winners, which is obviously the Power Five and probably the American yeah. or the Mountain West or something like that. Those six conference champions and six at large. But by that, by 2026, there might like three. There might be three good conferences by 2026. Is the problem. Um, so it feels like it's almost a little behind, and I honestly don't think the auto bid system is going to work well. Um, so I feel like How? that needs tweaking to just at large. And uh, this was something we brought up a little bit uh, before the show. Notre Dame can absolutely remain independent now. Yeah. They absolutely don't need to go to a conference because um, they will no doubt be one of the six at large if they have an undefeated season. Yeah, I I want to know how. So how is that at large getting? Is it just going to be like the, the rank? It's just going to be the rankings. Yeah, it'll be the rankings still. Okay. Interesting, Kenny. Your um, thoughts? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really looked that much into it. I haven't paid attention to Twitter today. But is it so? It's a twelve-team playoff. Are there buys for the top seeds? I have yeah, top four. I get believe buys. so. Top yeah. four. Yeah. It, I'm just thinking like 
What if the 12 sneaks in and you have to play one versus 12? That's exactly, that will happen eventually. Yeah. And so when you think about that, how many one versus fours have we seen in the last decade since the playoffs have been a thing that have been very competitive games where the four has gotten by? You know, it doesn't, doesn't happen a lot. So how yeah. would a 1v12 make you any more money? I, will I know it's going to make money in the end, but it's just, it's not football. It's I will not say, football. yeah, I agree with you. The, the football games will be terrible in that second round, but the football games in the first round might legit be good because you're getting five versus 12, also the six versus 11. The football seven, games in the, in the playoff are terrible now. Yeah, but like adding more of like just making it, you'll, you, you could be watering it down essentially even more. Yeah, I, I think it's going to get this kind of speculation until the day a 12 seed beats a one seed and then no yeah. one will ever say anything ever again yeah maybe i mean we... it's official it just uh college football playoff just tweeted that it's official mm. ah well there it is i mean we i just i we need to see how it actually plays out so yeah i'm i'm intrigued i like it and the other thing i wanted to say and then we'll we'll take a quick break the first round games need to be um at campus sites I, oh, think, I agree. I think if you if you start to put those games just at random neutral venues and make fan bases travel like all around to neutral venues and don't let you don't let them host one game, have the privilege of doing that for being one of those twelve teams, I think that would be kind of a travesty. South, South Alabama at uh, Clemson. <laughs> Who you guys got? Yeah, in the first round. Go Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If they don't do it at campus sites, it's just. It's go, it goes to show where college football is truly at. Yeah, that's that's my that's my final thought. Um, we'll kick it to a quick break. When we come back, we'll have quick hits uh, on the back end. But yeah, Mizzou uh, and yeah, and the graphic to to wrap it all up did have Mizzou as an at-large bid and had Vanderbilt as the champions of the SEC. If the if the playoff were to start today and also be a 12-team playoff, mm-hmm. so there you have it. Um, we'll kick it to a quick break. When we come back, we'll have quick hits. It is currently three at 23. Central Standard Time here in Columbia, as well as where Kenny is. He's in the same time zone. Um, And we'll be right back with more Unwritten in a minute. Lay. Zuh. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We just got done talking about the new 12-team expanded college football playoff as well as Mizzou wrapping things up against Louisiana Tech. Jack Nolan, Peyton Haverman, and Kenny the Computer Van Doren is with us. Uh, We're going to dive into quick hits. Um, First things first. What do we have? Jersey of the Week first? I still don't remember. Oh, no, phone number. I never said it. Peyton, you do it this week. Um, Phone number. Say it. 573-557-5134. That is the did text you, line. Did you tweet it? Kenny tweeted it. Did Kenny tweet it? Yep. Kenny, did you tweet it? Yeah, I tweeted it. Thanks, Kenny. Good job, Kenny. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that that's the text line. Um, jersey of the week. I have the jersey of the week this week. I decided to... I don't remember the last time I've worn this, and I'm getting really close to having to recycle jerseys, so... I am like practically out of jerseys. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, people forget. I'm wearing my nice golden black uh, Celtic jersey. They are a mm-hmm. Scottish Premier League team. Ew. No real, no real uh, relevance. I guess they got drawn into the Champions League this week, which is the biggest European soccer competition. That's fun, but I just think it's clean. Yep, it has a nice soccer. shamrock clover on it, and and yeah, and there you go. Uh, Kenny, spelling bee. All right, spelling bee. Uh, this was actually made just in case that Peyton was uh, very angry at the Mizzou football head coach. I, uh, made, I made preparations in case the Mizzou football team lost. And you'd want them fired? Them. Would, would yeah. you have wanted to drink fired if they would have lost? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that that whole segment, the whole first 15 minutes, would I would have been... I did say... I, I do almost wish we had gotten to see the alternate reality. I, I, yeah, I did say like when I got to the game, because Peyton got there before me, I walked up and I was like... My head is, like, my heart wants Mizzou to win, but my head knows it would make really good content if they lost. Yeah, so I, I mean, was like, it would have been... I was like, do we do it for the content? I would have been off the cuff, just off the rails. Like, it would have been bad. Yeah. I would have been screaming. A swear word could have very, been Very, very loud. Was, he was screaming on Twitter in all caps. He was it, all, I was all capsing by the first half. He was also... Or sc- by the first quarter. He was so. also screaming things I can't 
repeat on air at the game. Too. Well, you know, when you have a f- the most talented recruit in school history on one sideline, and I watch the ball be given to Cody Schrader <laughs> again. Here, there it, it is. It drives me a little up a wall. That right. really was. Uh, well, let's just get right. to the. Kenny, spelling. hypothetical Mizzou future head coaches. Go. All right, FBS mid major head coaches that could be looking for a Power Five job. Um, are you guys off the dock? Yes, we are. Yes, I'm not cheating this week. Right. Nolton, he has, or Nolton has the uh, box score between the Mizzou game. and LA Tech up right now. Okay. So I'm going to have you guys guess the head coaches as well. Um, so I'll just give you the school, though. UTSA. Oh, God. I know his name. It's like something Jim, trailer. Jeff Jim, Trailer. Jim Mora. It's Jeff Trailer, correct? Yes. Um, J E F F T R A Y L O R. Correct. Uh, next one, this one's going to go to Jack Liberty. Jim Mora. No! Oh, you know this one. You know Liberty. You know Liberty, Liberty Liberty's coach? Coaches. Oh! Wait, we talked about wait, him extensively. Is it, is it Hugh? Hugh Freeze? Yes. Yes, yes. it is. My man yes. Hugh. Okay, yeah. I did know. I did actually know that. I do know who Jim Mora coaches. It's just, I just think it's funny. Um, Hugh Freeze. How do you spell Hugh? No way. Come on. <laughs> it's like the color. Come on, you got it. H? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's not hard. I, I don't know. Um, Hugh. H. U? Yeah. Yes. E? Oh, my no. God. <laughs> Is it Why H-U- would someone's name be H-U-E? <laughs> I did not know you would struggle so hard with Hugh Free. I literally said to Kenny... When, because, spoiler alert, if Mizzou was to fire uh, Drinkwitz, Hugh Freeze would be Mizzou's next coach because they tried to do it before they've hired Is it Barry just H-U-G-H? Odom. Yeah. Okay. They tried to do it before Barry Odom was hired, but the SEC had practically blackballed him at that point. He would have been the coach if Kalia yeah. um, was fired. And I then, did not realize you were going to struggle with Hugh What Freeze. I thought it was H-U-E-G-H, which is <laughs> not right. Well, you got um, Hugh just... Finish it off. Get freeze. F R E E Z E. Yes. Correct. Oh wait, where's did Kenny? we lose Kenny? Yeah, you got Hugh Freeze. No, you got it. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you took a while. He's on his you phone. He's on his phone. Nothing. We can't babysit you, him when you he's not here. Q. You misspelled You. You're in Texas. What, is he a color? You're in Texas. Is he a color breed? Peyton said like the color. No, I didn't. Yes, Kenny he did. said like the color. No, that was me. That was oh, me. so you're just you're 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 misleading and slandering. Yup. Yup. All right. Uh, yeah. Can we get laughed. the next name? There was a laugh track. Give me UCF. the next name. UCF. All right. Jim Mora. No, Nolten. You know this one, too. I'm going to say it, and you're going to be mad at yourself. Yeah, right? probably. Gus Malzahn. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You knew that. I did, G-U-S-M-A-L-Z-A-H-N. I did know that. G-U-S-M-A-L-Z-A-H-N. Correct. Gus Malzahn. That is who I would want. If, uh, no, he coached Auburn. He's all, he's such, he's a good coach. He got fired from Auburn. I don't care what Auburn. anybody says about Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. That man knows offense. Next, Kenny. He's uh, like looking one. back at his dogs or something. <laughs> he's... Um, next one. I you guys know who this guy is. I'll be surprised if you know his name. Jim Mora, uh, Navy head coach. Jim Mora. It's Ken Mutalolo or whatever the heck. Correct. Yeah, I am not even bothering trying to spell that. Good luck, Nolton. No. I don't think he's ever going to leave Navy, but I had to throw his name in there. Yeah, What's someone his name? called that you were going to have this name in there. What's his name? Ken Nutsulolo. Ken Nutsulolo. <laughs> how am I Kenny, supposed to spell it I don't know what it's, how it's said? It's Ken Nium Atololo. Okay, K-E-N. Yes. Correct. N-E-U-M. No. Yeah, okay. No, he's here. We go. Um, J J I M M O R R. Jim Mora, I promise you, is not on this list. All right, Ken Mutuolo. K E N N I U. Oh, never mind. Yeah, Mutuolo. T. No. Dang it. E N N I U M A T A L O L O. Yeah, he can stay at Navy. Next. Uh, best beat of the week. I got Serena to win the oh, US right. Open right, plus cool. five thousand uh, by bet three six five. 
That's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if she's played yet today. I hope she hasn't lost. That would be awkward. <laughs> That'd be awkward. I, but I, I don't watch. I don't watch tennis. But we're I a fan. Yeah, we're a fan of good uh, storylines um, here at the Unwritten Rule. It's what drives sports. Serena going out on top would absolutely be storybook. I watched the like very end of her last match against. I don't. I don't remember her name, but she's the from Estonian. She's, yeah, from the Estonian against the Estonian. Oh, she starts at five. Um, she starts at five tonight. Yes, let's do it. Let's do add a spelling bee name here. Um, Ajla Tom Zlanovic. A S L A N. Is that right? Ajla Tom Zlanovic. Oh, Rudy Tom Jonovic. Yeah, he was the coach. But there's an L in it. J I M. No. M O. R.A. Jim Mora is not coming here. Someone no. turn his mic off. Jim Mora is not coming to Missouri. Hey, that is future national he, champion Jim Mora you're talking about. And he loves UConn. That's <laughs> the two qualities we yep. need for someone on this show. Maybe he'd actually show up. Unlike Computer Boy over there. I'm just kidding. I can't, Dirty even, Bird of the week. I can't even say that. Dude, Dirty Bird of the Week. Peyton, you, you, I don't oh, know I'm doing it. You, I, yeah, it was I Nolton's suggestion. I, wait, I thought are, are we're not doing the the both. Or are we just doing the one? No, I'm not doing, doing the one. one. Okay, fine. Both. Dirty Bird of the Week is Poe the Raven, um, because unfortunately, per Adam Schefter, Poe the Raven tore his ACL uh, in the Ravens Commanders preseason game. Um, Jim Harbaugh was tearful announcing it. I don't really understand this because can't they still have the mascot? No, Nolton. Why? Mm-hmm. They don't have an understudy? He tore his ACL, Molten. Yeah. He tore his ACL. I saw the video of him getting uh, carted off, but I thought it was like a joke. <laughs> I thought it was like a part of an act. But can't they just stick someone else in the costume? It's no, Nolten, he tore his it's ACL. A, it's a way of life. The it's costume life. tore its ACL. <laughs> Poe is... What are you talking about costume? Poe is a person. A living, breathing bird. Do you think Peyton knows Santa's not real? Santa is real. Um, when they were Santa believers off, explaining how their gifts got under the tree. When they were carting him off, uh, some of their wide receivers were like, what is that bear doing? What's like that bear off. doing? What's that bear doing? That's a panther, bro. That's Sir Purr. That's Sir Purr. Oh, you call him that? Robbie yeah, Anderson, Sir Purr. man. Great guy. <laughs> Kenny loves Robbie Anderson. He's good. He is a, daytime. He is <laughs> a, standing around cars. He is a character. Loves cars. What did you say? Oh, no. <laughs> he loves cars. No. He loves them a little too much. Moving on, let's go to best things we learned this week. He's a big car guy. <laughs> Muscle car. Best thing you learned this week. Peyton, go. Be we quiet. Pipe down. He was the car. Likes to put on a show in the best, car. Best thing I learned this week. Corbin Carroll, ladies and gentlemen, the number one prospect in baseball, called up by the Diamondbacks, is a noodle arm. He hit a 439-foot double, which is absolutely unbelievable that that is a distance a double can be hit at. Chase Field is a joke. Uh, moving on, Corbin Carroll also sprint uh, had a sprint speed, I believe it was from second to home, mm. of 31.5 feet, which is the best sprint speed in the majors by over a foot and a half a second. So he's fast, but he can't hit? No, he can hit. I was trolling. Oh, okay. He I, I was so confused. To, yeah. I was like, that's not doesn't sound like a noodle arm No, it's play. just funny that Chase Field stinks. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's what I learned this week. Corbin Carroll is close to five tools you can I get. I heard his pro comp is Victor Caratini. Oh, my God. What happened to the Rowdy Tellez era? At least Rowdy Tellez can hit. I, I but not walk offs. Well, he can't hit walk offs. They're both they're both Victory good. Victory carrot stinks. He's say his, bad. Say his name right, Kenny. Your best thing you learned. Um. Uh, did Justin Barry pay you to say this stuff, Peyton? Was this just like a plug? I was from literally your other show? out of things to say. So yes. Because Justin told us about all this stuff the other day, and I just figured he might have told you to say it. Just regurgitated uh, it. I there. did. I was looking for something I learned, and Unserious. Justin reminded me of that. Uh, best thing I learned this week is that former Marlins outfielder Lewis Brinson is getting another chance. He got traded to the Giants. I was first one to tweet it. Everyone shout me out. Tell me, let me. Everyone, let me know. Give me, give me the, give me the praise. Give me the praise. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Hey, thanks, guys. Um, but Lewis Brinson got traded to the Giants in that second opportunity. 
Congrats, um, Kenny. But he's going to get that second opportunity. He's going to hit some dingers. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to hit him into the water. What, what's the McCovey Cove? Opposite field, McCovey Cove. Dingers for Lewis Brinson. Going to go crazy right now. with the Giants. Love Lewis Brinson. Like, I was so excited for him because I was you know, a big Space Cowboys guy. So good oh to see that God. former Astros minor, minor leaguer back with the or back in the majors. He got his contract selected, too. Peyton seems to have some serious thoughts on this. Kenny knows what he did. He knows exactly what he did. He knows what he did. He doesn't. He's not a car guy though. So, oh, actually, he is. He loves. Dalton, he please say All what right. your thing you learned I'm, this week I'm is going. We didn't break. <laughs> I'm breaking more news with the best thing I learned this week. Uh, what's going on with Cleveland? Uh, they traded Cleveland by they and Cleveland. I mean the Cavaliers uh, traded um, Colin Sexton, Ochai Larry Markkinen. Three first-round picks and two pick swaps for Donovan Mitchell. Um, Donovan Mitchell is a Cav now. Gets to pair up with with Garland. They have one of the nastiest lineups in the East, in my opinion. Now, so soon or in three years, the Cavs lineup will be Donovan Mitchell, uh, Bronny James, LeBron James, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson because they'll bring him back and trade Mobley for him. So, future NBA champion LeBron James Jr. and Donovan Mitchell. That's the best thing I've learned this week. Um, the nickname was uh, I can't say it on air. Sorry. Oh no! Yeah, not for the not for the Jazz. No, or for the Cavs. No. Yeah. No. Um, but the Jazz actually did get a pretty good replacement on this. They signed. They uh, Sexton did a sign and trade, so he's getting paid seventy two million over four years, which is pretty good for him. Uh, for him, before he got hurt last year, he averaged twenty four points a game, six assists. Um, I had him on my fantasy team. Do you I th- think he likes jazz? I hope so. Is there a Utah jazz scene? Like, has that grown just because the jazz are there? I want to know. There's no jazz. It's a, and you know why they're called the jazz, right? Yeah, because they were in New Orleans. New Orleans. They're from New Orleans. New Orleans. Regardless. Why they the name? Then? Oh, the other best thing I've learned this week is that the Knicks um, don't want to win because they didn't get Donovan Mitchell. They got RJ Barrett. What are you Barrett. doing? Sorry, I was playing with a pen. <sighs> Unreal. Ratio. Who had it? Was I supposed to find it? I didn't find one. Yeah, I think you're supposed to find one. I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Zach really Campbell some, was ratioed every yeah. time. So. Yeah, I, we were going to put another Zach Campbell one. I'm sorry. I dropped the ball. It was by the Portland Pickles. The Portland <laughs> yeah, Pickles ratioed him. can't find it. They banned him from the their own stadium, and then he replied like, you know this is cyberbullying, right? And then like he got ratioed into oblivion. Where yeah. was it? Wild, like earlier this week. We could change the. We could, uh, if we don't find a good ratio, just change it to the making fun of Zach Hampel of the week. I agree with that. Zach Hampel's been on blast uh, pretty much every step of the way this year. So there's but a lot. Portland Pickles, the Portland Pickles uh, tweeted they've acquired Kevin Love from the Cavaliers as part of a three team deal, sending 85.6 million pickles to the Jazz. Good trade. Wait. Oh. Okay, I see the three-team deal. So what are the <laughs> good trade? Eighty-five million pickles. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, but... <laughs> All right, I think I found the tweet. All right, <clears throat> Zach Campbell tweeted: If you're trying to be funny, you must, or you know that you're contributing massively to the dangerous and toxic culture of internet bullying. And if you're not joking, well, s-word. That seems rather harsh. Two hundred seventy-one comments, three hundred seventy-eight mm-hmm. likes, and a hundred and six quote tweets. Zach Hampel, we don't like you. We don't like you. You steal foul balls from children. In fact, let's just make it official. Zach Hampel, you are officially banned from the unwritten rule. Yeah. Yep. There oh, we go. I was thinking of this earlier. Before we go to break, uh, who would be a white whale guest to have on unwritten? So someone like that we slander often who would come on the, the show. Eliad Drinkwitz. Jack Knowlton. <sighs> you people are so unserious. Jim Mora. I'd have to think of. I'd have to think about that. It feels like we slander a lot of people. We lot, do. So. Mine's Tyler Hero, but that's just for me. Anyway, Maybe think about Robbie that. Anderson. I'll think about that. I'll get. Yeah, Kenny's might be Robbie Anderson. Uh, I'd like to see Robbie Anderson on the show. Talk about cars. All right, All right. <laughs> we're going to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll have a guest. Uh, a guest coming back, making his return after a long, a long amount of time. Uh, It's currently 3.42 Central Standard Time here on Unwritten. We'll be back with more in just a minute. 
Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. This is surely going to be a fantastic, <laughs> a fantastic segment. third segment. This ought to be we good. really followed up a Ben Carlisle, which is like probably a top five show ever with this. Um, but uh, we have we're bringing a guest oh my back. Goodness. That's you, very you fitting. Could, you could just hear him. Very fitting. Uh, Nick is back. Nick is back on Unwritten. When is the last time we had him on? Do we remember? Ages ago. When was the last time he was Two on? Two years KCU? ago. Yeah. yeah. So Nick Nick is back. Nick Swanson, noted Mizzou ticket sales representative, uh, noted face of Southwest Dining, um, noted Celtics fan, and blind to the fact that his team won't be winning the championship, but that's besides the point. Nick, how are you? I was doing a lot better before I found out Danilo Gallinari tore his ACL. Yeah. bad. That was bad. Ah! Shouldn't have spurned the Bulls. Laughing at injuries, Peyton. Look, dude, I've been doing that my whole life, and it will never stop. Um, That's going to be on a tape recorder. Nick, Nick, we brought you on here for for a purpose. Um, How does does the Mizzou ticket sales go? How does that work for a game day? You were there yesterday. I mean, business is booming. Y'all saw the crowd yesterday. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Good crowd for a Thursday night. Wasn't expecting that, but... Um, no, go go ahead, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't know what you were going to say. I have a follow up, uh, to, to your point, um, after your ticket sales rant. So go. Did you just want me to talk about the job? What do you want me to do? Yeah. Talk about your ticket sale business. I don't know. You're the face of Mizzou football. And Mizzou dining. Yeah. So true. You know, uh, me and Moon Choi, you know, we go way back. Uh, that's my dog. Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> yes. We. I mean, he's on the job right now. I don't know what he's. He's more, more like on the John. <laughs> yup. This yeah. this segment is going about as well as I was hoping for. Um. Nah. The, the season has been cool. Um. Only one game in. Had a great turnout. Everyone was pretty good. Uh. Game went well. Obviously, we got the result we wanted. Mm-hmm. And hoping we can do that against Abilene Christian. Yep. That's a nice yes. home game. Yes. Yep. Uh, K-State, the K- next week or the week after? It's uh, the next week. It's next week. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully we can go into Manhattan and, and show them what's up. So do you do you what? You stick in the booth until halftime and then you can just go to the game for free? Yeah, so I was I was in there halftime um, doing like basically tech support. If anyone had issues getting their online tickets, that was me helping out with that. Um, then ladies and gentlemen, we have a hero on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we had we added new technology this year where it's uh, the like self scanners. So there's a new stands that sit there with the ticket scanners in it. You walk up. Hold your phone out. It scans it for you. Um, so pretty much all of the second half, I was just running around trying to grab those with a couple of the other guys um, and got there about three minutes into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you watched plenty of Jack see, Abraham. Oh, yeah. I got to see plenty of Jack Abraham. Don't think I, I need to see any more of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It was cool. It was good to be back. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the season keeps going like that. We get the same result. Mm-hmm. Now, Nick, uh, because of your biz, your job uh, that you had to do, you wound up having no options for food and getting a acai bowl for dinner. How was the acai bowl? <laughs> I was I was very upset. So at the time, I thought it was terrible. But looking back on it, it wasn't bad. It was pretty solid. Um, had some some apples, some strawberries added in there. Put some Delicious. pumpkin seeds in. <laughs> it was gotta say, it was pretty good. Um, um, did you also update your visco while you're eating it? Did I what? Did you also update your visco while you're eating your acai bowl? Uh, no, I was I was too busy going through my Pinterest and my Tumblr, <laughs> putting some photos up on your wall. First acai bowl. Yeah, first acai bowl. Um, it was solid. You know, I'd give it a I'd give it a seven point five out of ten. It was quality. wasn't what I was expecting to get whenever I walked up, but it was solid. You know. 
Of course. Uh, what What's like, have you had any crazy interactions as a Mizzou ticket representative? Like, have you ever had someone come up and been like, my uncle was Gary Pinkle, let me in for free? Um, I mean, we've had Elia Drinkwitz just walking around in the office and just be like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Right, um, you, so you've talked to Elia. You've talked it up with Elia. Yes. So did cool you- dude? Yeah, I'm actually uh, the new assistant coach. If you guys didn't hear, well, that's why breaking we, news on the unwritten yeah. rule, folks. That's why. That's why the defense is so bad. I get. I'm it not the defensive coordinator. I'm one of the assistant offensive. Coaches. One of the assistant offensive coaches. He's a characters coach. You're yeah, definitely the I'm one the... that recommended Cody Schrader gets 18 carries. So thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Hey, man. Anytime. Anytime. No, it sucks. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to. Think. I'm the one that was that was yelling in drinks here to get Tyler Macon in the game. He did not listen to you. Yeah, um, he didn't. I was pretty disappointed. Are you going to bring that up in the meeting on on Monday? Yeah, yeah, I've got a one on one it uh, with him. Oh, one on one on on Tuesday, you know, because office hours closed on Mondays. Yeah. So how does that work, like, coaching the team while you're taking ticket sales? Do you, like, have, a ra- like, a headset on, or is it like you're in the booth? But you can't see the game because you got to help people. And I just start, like, shouting at random points. So whenever someone's trying to, like, ask me why their ticket works, I'll just be shouting out random plays. Okay. Um, and they'll just excuse me, Excuse me, they'll sir. They'll be like, hi, yes, I can't log in. And Spider I'll be two like, two banana. Two X, Y, banana. Just <laughs> screaming. Valid. I think I think that that could be the the way of the future. You know, multi multiple jobs are like a a trending thing. So I think uh, Nick, that's a uh, that's noble of you. Nick takes two as jobs a, to the extreme. As an employee of two different employers, um, what are your thoughts on Labor Day, and should we ban it uh, from the <laughs> national calendar? I think everybody should be working on Labor Day. It's literally called Labor Day. You know, that's just my opinion. Change the name. Change the day to not working day. Yeah, not working day. Um, day. Nick, uh, you've obviously been going to Mizzou uh, since (laughs) our freshman year in 2019. But something must have happened from January to June. I don't think I saw you once. Where were you from from January of 2022 to uh, August August 2022? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I, I moved back to Houston for, for the semester, ended up working with the professional rugby team there in Major League Rugby, uh, the Houston Sabercats. That was a ton of fun. I did marketing and promotions with them, so I did a lot of like commercial shoots, uh, social media. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of like going doing audio engineering during the games it was it was awesome jumbotron all of that stuff which, all the behind the scenes stuff which would you say uh has a better uh, impact toward your future though that or the ticket sales job and the assistant coach um i definitely think assistant coach you know i think i'm league bound soon uh i've already gotten a couple couple calls uh my boy bill up there in boston he reached out uh, Bill. 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 Oh, William. Are you thinking of Jim Mora? Uh, William. No, William. Uh, Sarkis. Uh, Mora. His William name is, B. His name is William Mora. He goes by William Jim. B. Oh, William, Belichick. William Belichick. Oh, well, that's okay, I guess. The the Billiams. You could probably be a better OC than the two options they have right now. So I probably could. You know, I've played Madden once or twice. Mm-hmm. I, would I run think I've, I've watched enough football from my couch. I think I could definitely coach a team to the Super Bowl, you know? I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, final things for Nick before we wrap, wrap up the show. Anything you wanted to say to him? Uh, See, he's back. This is an important moment. Yeah, Kenny, I'll let you ask a question first. Um, my final uh, question for you, Nick, uh, you know, Will you ever return to the KCU Airwaves as a regular host of Unfiltered at 10 p.m. Friday, Saturday, Saturday? Saturday. Man, I don't know. I've been I've been thinking about it. We've haven't really dived into the options yet, but definitely in heavy consideration for coming back soon. Do you love your family? 
I do. Uh, I think my mom is listening. Mom, if you are, hello. Um, Kenny's mom, hello. I know. I know you're probably listening too. My grandma's Um, listening. If you want to shout her out, Peyton's grandma, hello. Uh, The Knowlton family, hello. I think I met you guys once. My whole family um, got a shout out. Yeah, the whole family got a shout out. Um, Yeah. All right. Well. Noted ticket sales representative Nick Swan and assistant coach of the Missouri Tigers, Nick Swanson. We thank you for joining us. Uh, we have to wrap things up now, but we hope to have you on soon, maybe if you're not too busy with your uh, coaching gig. Oh, of course. Um, All right. I, I hope to see you guys back out there at the, in the stands the next coming weeks. See you here. Okay. Okay. There, Nick. All right. That's going to do it for go, the show today. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Everyone have a good weekend. All right. See you. See you. All right. Take care.